Tryna run the town Tell no duck when they hear that sound How they gon' come up now? Heavy as the head that'll wear that crown I'm going pound for pound And if it's about smoke, then we talk all of that I'm an ounce to a pound Take it, they bite in the snout Cause my drip right out the seat How could they be? Give me a couple of rounds Cause I'm a beast When I'm on vitamin G You see this start crumbling now Mad struck, start mumbling now Get the gist, I ain't reaching for clout Plot twist, I'm the one with the keys Clock glitz, know they look how it freeze Different continents, I be torn We live a life making yours look boring See, we win at the end, it's a spoiler warning Cause I keep heating up on my blood The whole planet, they calling me toxic like global warming But they keep tuning in once again and again I'm the one at the top, just a formal warning Truly, I'm the narrow when it come to movies. Get the narrow, entertain the groupies. Hop in narrow if you come pursue me. But I hop on the gang to this world up whenever my girl get moody. Let me go with the gang, we all go insane. Catching them those on the duty. I'm a stick, see, I'm locked in. Bought a box, I was like 10. Back then, used to box, nowadays, they ain't throwing hands. Mama said we got more advanced. One thing about me, I adapt, bought a Glock fin. Keep me safe on the block in. The game kept me off the block. Ain't got flex about looting my Rugas. I can shit on you with my computer. See, my graphics card cost more than your damn job. Can enough foot to pay you. My monitor, big as hell, detail, so I can see when I spray you. Then reload the clip and record the clip. It's go all say to that SSD. Know a whole lot of trigger game hands like me when the C tune into that VGP. What's going on everybody? It's your boy Dante Crisis back with your weekly dose of vitamin G and with me is the Planeteers of Gaming. First of all, we have the man of fire, Jubei Sensei, because if you challenge him, he will light you up. Jubei, what's good with you, man? How you doing today? What have you been up to? You're muted. Fair enough, fair enough. Everybody! Everybody watching, uh, wish, wish, uh, Jubei a happy birthday. What, what, what are you now, uh, like, 50 years old? I mean, it's true, black don't crack, but, I mean, you're good for 50. Ah. <laughs> uh, 31. Congratulations, man. You're finally entering adulthood. <laughs> I got more. FC got I don't care about yeah, that. Yeah, the curse of FC Violet. He knew what I was going to write about him and his fucking weak knees. He knew what I was going to fucking say. He knew what I was going to fucking say, and the curse of FC Violet fucking struck me again. All right, mic check. One, two. Can fucking talk. You, you, you are There fine. we go. Yes, I now I can just... hear it. <laughs> yes, okay. Fine. Fuck. Yes. The, the, the original, the, by the way, uh, 
Rafe, the original man is off. His knees got too weak. He needed he needed his knees looking after. Alright, so recap. Jubez hungover, wish him a happy birthday. Pharaoh, what have you been up to, Mr. Element of fucking of rock? You know, just uh doing some Madden live streaming, a little bit of Scarlet Nexus on my personal time. Um other than that, nothing else. It was Halloween weekend, so you know, busy with the kids. Um that's about it. Fair enough, fair enough. And now moving on to the man who holds the water because he flow through subjects and opinions so fluidly. Mr. Zero, what have you been up to aside from, you know, pestering the online forums about wanting to play Mario Party? What have you been up to, my man? Bro, seriously, like, the game looks kind of fantastic. I know I've kind of bitched and complained about it, but, like, it looks really good. Even online looks pretty solid. I'm just saying... We talk a lot about games. We can just play it. I don't need to play it. Or, like, at worst case scenario, we can always do Jackbox. Like, that's... Yeah. No, nah, Jackbox is fucking hilarious. Like, you, I have that. Use your mm-hmm. words is fun as well. Like, you, you use your words being able to put in subtitles for, for movies and stuff. That shit is hilarious. And all you need is your mobile phone. Yeah. All you need is a cell phone. So, like, we're going to work on making that happen. Um, but nothing much, man. Uh, like, everybody else had a great halloween weekend um i am playing guardians of the galaxy which i'll talk about later uh and that's pretty much it oh i mean for those who care like i got back into duel links um oh hey hey hey, hey, hey i care i care i'm 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 gonna need to see you on there Let's I kind of mess with Duel Links again. Uh, and I was like, all right, yeah, let me jump back into this. So I'm getting the hang of things. Jesus Christ, am I like way behind? Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for Master Duel, to be honest. Like, I, I, I'm not going to be on Wait, Duel That, that was rumored a while. Where is that? I thought that was supposed to come out like a while ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm still, honestly, as far as you go, I'm still waiting for my, my, my true VR experience where I can have, where I can put on my Valve Index on my, my, uh, my VR headset and be able to have like a door disc on my arm and be able to actually play virtual reality Yu-Gi-Oh and summon the monsters and they actually fucking show up and battle. I'm, I'm kind of waiting for that. And then I, I think we've peaked. You got to support the Kyber Corporation, um, which like while I'm at work, I, I Yu-Gi-Oh runs in the background. Jesus Christ, did they just make up rules for that mm-hmm. game? Oh, like, no. <laughs> oh you mean, hold just... on, you, you mean like the actual <laughs> fucking anime? You mean yes, like the but, actual fucking anime where they just make shit up? Like literally, yeah, but, it's just like you didn't know this. Like, no, you just—it felt like you just made it up for no reason, <laughs> and it worked. Yeah. Like link summons and all that bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Nah, you just nah. You, we're just old. Uh, that's why it is. We're just too. We're just. I mean, old. I've, been, I've been keeping up. It's not hard. I've been keeping up, but yeah, I'm. I that like Duel Links now has like pendulum. Link. I think the last thing I was comfortable with was like a little bit with Synchro, but even that I'm still a little oh, bit confused. That. Like, that. Listen, the, the last time I actually truly went hardcore, like actual fucking tournaments with Yu-Gi-Oh was back when Black Hole was still fucking legal. Alright, uh, moving on to the man with the most useless power of the fucking Planeteers, Hearts. Omar, what have you been up to? <laughs> top Dante, top everyone, uh, nothing. Waiting on today for my new TV to arrive. After that, I'm gonna finally play game. Nice, finally. You're gonna, you're, you're finally stepping into the, the world of 60 frames per second. Finally becoming a man. Finally becoming a man. 
And with their powers combined, they summon me from my fucking sleep at 1am in the morning. What's up, everybody? I am Dante Crisis, and, uh... I finished Back for Blood. I've started Assassin's Creed. I'm playing Dr. Muto. And today I was playing some Payday 2. Now, as far as Back for Blood, I'm gonna save my opinions for later, because we've got a topic on that. And i got a lot to say on that. Um... And as far as Assassin's Creed, I'm enjoying it. I am. But I, for some reason, in my head, that game had a lot more stealth than it really did. And all I can think of when I was playing, while I'm playing it is, if I could, if it had, like, the Arkham system, like, the Arkham system of stealth from the Batman games, I'd be all over that shit. Just imagine an assa like Assassin's Creed 1, just imagine that with not necessarily the combat system, but more of the stealth sections, like using the stealth of the Arkham games. Tell me that does not sound appetizing. It feels like Arkham was the natural evolution of the Assassin's Creed games. Like Rockstar took what Assassin's Creed did and just did it better. Rocksteady. Rocksteady, excuse me. Rockstar just just been putting out the same game for... About, about 19 years. Plus. About 19 years. <laughs> Since GTA 3. <laughs> Let's be now, never show that. no love to Bully. Hey, Bully's good. Bully's Bully so good. is amazing. The problem is, the fucker crashed every time when I was playing the PC version. Rockstar fix your shit. Seriously. Oh, I've also had the itch. Shoutouts to Mitten Squad. Because of that motherfucker and um, somebody else, I can't remember his name. I'll, I can't remember his name. I started. Oh, you playing... watch Mitten Squad? What? You watch Mitten Squad? Yes, I do. We have uh, some fantastic work, but go ahead, continue. Um, I have had the the itch to play a Fallout Four again, oh, and. No. It's, you know what, that game is a lot more fun than I remember it being, and it looks prettier than I remember, but I am playing it on the, the glory of the PC Master Race, where we, we have full fidelity. But, something happened that's fucking hilarious. The RTX can't handle de uh, bullet debris. So, if you're familiar with the game, you know what the weapon debris is, where you shoot a wall or the floor, and debris shoots up and everything, right? Mm -hmm. RTX, get, RTX uh, can't handle it. It literally crashes the fucking game. That's not good. Mm. No, it ain't. It really is not. But it's fucking hilarious. But the game, the game does look really good. I won't lie. Um, it, it looks a lot better than I remember it being. And uh, mod support has definitely gotten better, especially being able to actually install mods from uh, Fallout 4 itself. And I'm not talking Creation Club because Creation Club's something separate. Uh, they actually have a mod section where they've got a lot of mods that you can just install straight from there. No need for a third party thing, which is really neat and clean. And I, I would say that was a move in the right direction until Creation Club came along and fucked it all up. Right, but speaking of uh, fucking everything up, Sega, what are you doing, Sega? Why, 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 Sega? Why are you teaming up with the with the heathens, the 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 infidels known as Microsoft? How dare you! How dare you say you betray PlayStation? You betray everything you stood for. And I say all of this sarcastically. So who wants to actually 
Well, first of all, let me let me set the stage. So, uh, according to a new report from various outlets, uh, Sega and Microsoft are planning, and there is talks to partner up to develop super games in quotations, super games for their cloud-based service, um, Azure. The Azure, sorry. Um, it's not just Azure, but it's also GameStack. It's well, I mean, according to this, it's did they make a game pass? According to this, it's product. According to this, the PC gaming article, which came out 12 hours ago, they're they're highlighting specifically uh, cloud powered super games. Yeah, using games that provides the cloud powered super games. It's not just like Azure, as in like uh, we're just using you as a you know server provider. Yeah, they're using like a specific service. Well, back in back in May, Sega expressed its desire to create what it calls super games within the next five years. Now, the Japanese publisher has entered a strategic alliance with Microsoft, which plans to use the tech giant Azure cloud platform to power its ambitious plans. So, I mean, we are talking about just games on a cloud. We're not we're not talking disc games. We're not talking download games. We're talking specifically cloud games. Um, announced in a press release uh, over the weekend, Sega announced that it had partnered with Microsoft to produce large-scale global games in the next-generation development environment. Notably, Sega cites the world, uh, the, the widespread development of SG and its push into cloud tech, uh, both in how it makes its games and how it distributes them. So we are talking just like from the presser, we are talking cloud gaming. Like we're not talking traditional uh, release games. We're talking about cloud gaming, which, depending on your stance with cloud gaming and obviously the benefits and the potential problems that that can entail, this is either a good thing, bad thing, or or a middling thing to say the goddamn least. Um, at the core of the partnership will uh, will be Sega's still as yet underscore super game project, initially described as a pitch to create. A new IP with global reach. Uh, the week's announcements only elaborated with vague buzzwords like global online community and IP utilization. Though, if those, if those are the buzzwords they're using, that's concerning. Um, in recent years, Sega has sat comfortably, has sat comfortably with a well-regarded, if not massive, publisher of PC strategy games and Japanese RPGs. Uh, but on some level, it sounds like the publisher would love to once again release something with a culture clout um, of uh, of those first Sonic games. Okay, that is the bare gist of this. That is what we are working with. So uh, you're not Pharaoh. You you you're talking about it. What 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 are your thoughts on this? What 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 are you thinking, my man? I feel like it's uh, just kind of a natural progression and you know the relationship that you know sega and xbox have been building over the past what is it two or three years you know adding the yakuza series um pso support on uh on xbox and a uh and, and a slew of other sega games that you know we thought would never come to the platform starting to come to the platform um i think it's just a sign of xbox's commitment to gaming um japanese gaming and uh and they're spearheading that with their relationship with uh, sega did they mention the word xbox anywhere 
in that whole conversation, yes or no? Uh, I mean, I don't know about, I don't know about mentioning, uh, Xbox exclusively, but I mean, if it but is... But the person who brokered that deal is Sarah Bond, who works no, at Xbox. Okay, but still, um... Mark my question CBP, is, you're so... literally talking about it as if they kept saying the word Xbox. Like, this is Microsoft. They never want he never mentioned said, the no, word he's Xbox. Not, he's never, he, never, he never mentioned that. There was no entailing he ever mentioned Xbox. I mean, aside from, like, the growing relationship between Microsoft, which is, this is true. Like this this yeah, has been a growing true. relationship between Microsoft and uh, Sega that's been happening over the last few years, which is what Pharaoh's talking about. He didn't really uh, curtail it directly into, like, saying Xbox is getting exclusives or whatever. They're talking more of a utilization of technology between the two platforms. No, but the thing is, um, when you talk about Xbox, like, um... He says this, uh, what he said, it's his assumption, right? Like, nothing is factual about it. I mean, he, he asked my opinion. Okay. He didn't, ask me, to, he didn't ask me, though. Yeah, I asked That's his good. opinion. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I just, I just think it's, you know, Microsoft and Xbox expanding their relationship with Sega, um, like we've seen over the past couple of years. Um, typically when you do business with somebody and it goes well in one sector, you start doing other types of business together. So I think that's kind of what we're seeing. What are you, okay, so then what are your thoughts on like, like specifically the buzzwords, global online community and IP utilization, like them, them some like well, so, community that, that 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 doesn't bother me. Like IP utilization, I don't even know what the fuck they mean by that. But like global online, like they use those well, two separate words. But it's like I mean, you're you, obviously dealing. With if you watch the 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 service that they're specifically using is um, that Sega's going to be using is GameStack, and they just had a GameStack conference. I think like maybe like three months ago. Um, maybe longer than that. Maybe it was like May. It was a game tech, uh, conference. And, um, basically, um, the, the whole point of this game stack is to give, um, developers the power to make games that, you know, could never possibly fit on someone's hard drive. Like they, like, like these big, rich environment games that you are going to have to play from the cloud basically um so i think that is very enticing um to some AAA developers and i think we're going to see some of that um more as the years goes on uh, i don't know what type of games those are going to be i don't know if it's going to be um mainly mmo or live service focused or or if they will do like some things with you know rpgs or you know you know create a world with you know, a superhero world or, you know, there, there's just a lot of possibilities with that. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see where they take and, and what developers want to do with um, this new technology.
I don't know. For me, when you think when you talk about games that are too big for a gun for your fucking computer, all I can think of is, ain't we already there? Isn't isn't fucking Activision already clogging up my fucking plate, my uh, my hard drive with fucking Warzone? The fact that that son of a bitch takes over one hundred and fucking eighty gigabytes. <laughs> well, now you get, well. That's where that's where games that comes in. I think I, I said it in in the group chat. I think I think Microsoft is all in on gaming, and I think Microsoft, in the way that they did with Windows, is trying to develop technology that you have that you need them. Whether you're, you know, whether you're a console holder or whether you're just a, a developer, you're going to need um, their services in order to make the type of games you want to make. Just some additional information here. Uh, and this is from Sarah Bond, as you mentioned, because I, lo- I was just looking this up. Uh, Sega has played such an iconic role in the gaming industry and has been a tremendous partner over the years, said Microsoft uh, CVP, again, Microsoft, uh, Sarah Bond. We look forward to working together as they explore new ways to create unique gaming experiences for the future using Microsoft cloud technology. Together, we will reimagine how games get built, hosted, and operated with the goal of adding more value to players and Sega alike. Uh, this wouldn't be the first time Sega and Microsoft have collaborated, of course, over the, uh, with the two firms partnering to release uh, 11 games exclusively to the original Xbox as part of the console's ill-fated push into Japan. Sega did support its Super Game announcement by, uh, with plans to start reviving older IPs, and while it may be wishful thinking, I'm keeping my fingers for Jet Set, uh, Jet Set Radio. That would be fucking amazing. Um, but yeah, um, here's, here's hoping for some new Knights games. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, again, it, it's cloud gaming. Everybody, I'll say my opinion for cloud. I mean, everybody knows my opinions on cloud gaming. Um, but. Uh, zero. I want your opinion. What are your thoughts on all on uh, what you've been hearing? Um. Well, so far, it it's more of a for me personally. It is a here's how the sausage is made type of such conversation where I'm just not that particularly interested. Like I'll wait until you show me what becomes of this. Um. Because like all I heard in that press announcement was like mostly a bunch of PR buzzwords nice to put on paper like super like super game what does that mean sega what is i know, I know. it's game? like it's like it's like a quadruple <laughs> uh, quadruple a you... game developer <laughs> like, i wish i could bring game? it down i wish i could break it down to you but you would have to actually like look at some excerpts from the uh, actual games uh games that conference that took place a couple months ago it's it's very ambitious. The type right. of things that they want to be able to do. The, the way I can, the way I can describe it, like if I was to like, to my understanding, to simplify it and dumb it down, not because you're dumb, but dumb it down to like the the simplest degree. Imagine a a world like the size of World of Warcraft with no loading screens, no nothing like that, and you can traverse from one end of the world to the other but with the graphics of, like, a modern game. Same kind of world with the graphical fidelity of a newer, of a newer game where, you can, where there's no loading screens, nothing like that, and you can just be plopped into that world. And that's effectively what these super games are aiming to try and do. That is relatively... And 
you know, m uh, theoretically impossible uh, to be placed on a hard drive or yeah. on a on a on a computer. Basically, just think of Resident Evil Seven on your Switch. <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah, it's kind of like uh. The, the games that the game tech software allow people to make the games this way not saying that the games will have to be on the azure server i think in the future you'll be able to use the game stack service but still have you know maybe games on aws or you know whatever your cloud provider is right and and like that that's where i sit at it like i certainly like i get it i get some of it i'm not that smart but like i do understand like what's happening but it, it is just a lot of like eh. It, you know, to me, it's just like when Mark Cerny got up there and talked for hours on end about everything about the PS5, and I was like, that's cool, but boy, don't I, do I not care? Um, and to be fair, it wasn't for me. It was at a game developers conference. It was for them. It's for them to learn this and understand this, but I could not care at all to sit and watch Mark Cerny go ramble off for a couple of hours in the same that way. Yeah, I'm just not that interested. Like, I mean, again, if you're into that space, and I'm not specifically into trash. that space, um, <laughs> so it's like, eh, like I, 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 mean, I like I understand AWS. I work with it on a different. I work with it in my job differently than what how a game developer would work with it. So, like, I understand it, and I know what's happening. I just don't care. the The thing that sticks out to me is, okay, Sega, what are you making? Because a super just because it's a super game don't mean it's a good game. It just means it's a super yeah. bad game. And like people it's are going to use bad. Azure regardless. So like Microsoft is fine, you know, with with, with or without it. Um, so I'm just like, all right, Sega. Well, what are your plans? Is this a bigger fantasy star online? Is it? Is it? You know, Dante said Jet Set Radio, which I thought were well, like. I don't know if anybody's seen Riders Republic, which looks to be a pretty a blast. Like. Jet Set Radio with maybe more like a Writer's Republic feel, where you have 64 people ah, just sort of jet setting across ah, the city. Like I, think, I think I think what we'll end up, I think kind of what we'll start end up seeing is there'll be certain games and certain franchises where they'll build the world out, and there'll be multiple games within that environment. Like, you know, something example. like Star Wars. Like, something like Star Wars. Oh, they'll okay. build out the whole so, Star Wars um, universe, but make different games within it. Okay. And you pay for access to those games. And, and I, I, I mean, any game could be anything, but I guess like, what would, and they, to be fair, they did say new IP, so I keep harshing on their old stuff. They have, they could just make new stuff. Um, Good. Yeah, which I guess is probably more the point than anything, right? Because I keep thinking like, what old IP would work in that kind of scenario like star wars does it because it's such a big thing same with like the marvel movies or any superhero genre for that matter would like sonic not really uh even yakuza eh. uh fantasy star not so much either panzer uh, no i don't think they did panzer dragoon i mean um, I, I think i think there's good practical application i think like i said i think you can create like like these worlds and, you know, like, you can create, like, a game that takes place in New York City. And that can, you know, it's just one New York City map, but you can make multiple games within New York City. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, just whatever part of the uh, world. Or if it's, you know, 
sci-fi or whatever you want to do, you can have just one and make multiple games within it. Yeah, so actually, now I wonder, and just a like thought or hope, I don't hope this doesn't wind up similarly to like HoloLens, where like HoloLens has very practical applications and is being used very well today. Um, its gaming application never really took off in the way that it was being advertised. Yeah, I think I think the uh, I think the first application we can see of like how GameStack is being used is uh, is with uh, Flight Simulator. In what way? Because uh, everything that's in that game is basically running off. Like your game is basically running off the cloud. Like you download a, a base portion of it, but your the the bulk of that game, the entire you know Earth is being simulated through the cloud. The weather. Everything that's going on uh, while you're playing Flight Simulator is being is being done through the cloud through cloud processing. And now that's just making me think more about Hololens because, like, that's such a wonderful practical application for much more real life stuff. And of course, I think Flight Simulator, even Flight Simulator, like we've discussed it, it's a game, but it is an actual Sim. flight simulator. simulator. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm just saying, like, that's probably the only game we have right now. That you know, kind of showcases what game, what you can do with GameStack. Uh, as far as like environments and size of game and and like size and scale of a game you can make. I want right. to get. I actually want to get back to that actually because I I want to uh, because I, I, I actually have a, a thought process on that. But I want to I want to move over to Jubei. What what are your thoughts on this uh, uh the Sega team up, the Unholy Alliance, as it was. I mean, we can only speculate, right? I, I feel honestly, it's more so like Pharaoh said, like more of more like a technology based thing. Um, what I actually want to see from this, hopefully, is I don't know more more even even if it doesn't necessarily lead to more exclusive, but like more marketing for you know Sega Japanese games on the Xbox. It it should lead to more Game Pass stuff, but we I mean it might. Don't know really. Um, I'm not as invested as you guys are in in the partnership. So, um, yeah. Okay. So, in- well, hopefully, hopefully, it's not a waste of time and money. Like that. That's that's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, even 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 then, if it's a waste of time and money, they won't see it that way. They'll see it as a learning experience on both sides, anyway. Most likely. The thing that the thing I'm most excited about is that you know companies want to. You know, make they they want to push the envelope on games. They don't want to be stagnant in how games are made. So I mean, that's the one like positive I'll take away from it. All right, and uh, Omar, what are, what are your thoughts on this, man? My thoughts it. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I just see it uh, the same way that they did it with PlayStation with uh, Sony. It's um, it's a wait and see type thing. Like I'm with, I am everything what Zero said, how he described it with uh, Mark Cerny. Like it's cool, good on you, but it's not for me. I, I am not in that part of the universe uh, when it comes to this stuff. Leave it at yeah, that. It's a little different than Sony, though. Um... And, and my my thought behind that is right, like. We don't expect Sony, a direct competitor, to sort of, I quote unquote, make a super game. 
Sega's not really competing with Microsoft. They're just there. Yeah, Sony, so, Sony makes a specific type of game that doesn't need to be a super game. I mean, it might branch off of some of these new studios if they own and make something different. But, yeah, they're not. They, they make a closed experience about 20, 30 hours of gameplay at max. So is something like New World, would that be something similar to a now, super game? If you let, yes, exactly. Okay, so I'm going to... Yes, I'm yes. Gonna, I'm gonna take that, would be, that would be similar. That New World is what I was actually going to get to because we talk about the application of uh, this technology and what would be the best implementation of this technology. Something like a New World would be the perfect example of utilizing this technology now i i'm not a big fan of cloud gaming because honestly even with the advances like jubei and all the and a few guys on here have turned around and said that you know cloud gaming is the future it might be but the, the it's still the future in my opinion like we're nowhere close we're like we're getting there but i'd say we're like halfway towards uh, cloud gaming actually being supportedly viable as being the backbone of gaming. Fucking Google Stadia proved that. Like, how it, much is do you think Mr. with Far Away? Mr. Ready Player One, it doesn't like cloud gaming. Uh, digs aside. Uh, <laughs> digs aside. I would say. We'll probably be. We'll probably be. We're probably depending on how, depending on how much Elon Musk is willing to fucking litter space with satellites. We're probably about ten, fifteen years away from it being viable, because exactly. what what we need with this is we need stable internet connections. Like in a in a in a ideal world, internet would be a free utility for everybody to use free of charge. That oh yeah, no chance in hell. Yeah, no chance of hell of that because the thing is, like with card gaming, the there's there's so many variables that need to be remembered about card gaming is like internet weather causing interference with internet. That happened to me last night. We had some severe fucking like rain last night that killed my fucking internet and killed my stream, uh, my Patreon stream last night. That would kill my. That would kill a game if it was cloud gaming. Then you've also got to worry about like these rural areas or just people with bad, who don't have the choice on internet provider. So the internet provider can just sell them a jack fucking price. <clears throat> Comcast. <clears throat> um, didn't uh, then um, didn't... Hold, on, hold on. Then you've got to worry about data capping. Because a lot of these internet providers, unless you buy the, 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 the deluxe bundle, they'll cap your internet after a certain amount of usage, which again, mm-hmm. all of these were problems that the Stadia had and ultimately succumbed to, was all of these goddamn problems. Not only that, but you've also got the monthly fee where, like, we, we, we again, a similar situation with the, uh, the, with the whole Nintendo expansion pass. Why, why pay... X amount for one thing when I can just buy this game outright. Now, what would now what would be what I feel like would be more more acceptable? Like if I was to, I don't know how viable it would be because I don't have a business degree. But for me, I would say if you would have if you would have charged people say like a fiver, like five a month, and say you can you you a fiver a month you can go online, but 
you buy the games outright. Now, so long as you have an account, so like, let's take Steam for example. With Steam, I buy the games, they're mine. Now, let's take Steam into the cloud and say, okay, I need to pay an extra five or a month, right? Or I can buy a bundle uh, for like 40, 40 for a year or something. But the games are linked to my account, so if I so I have to buy these games. But if I buy them, I don't I don't pay an additional charge. Those games are mine, and I just need to pay five to access my account a month. That I would say is probably one of the most viable ways because at least there's still a sense of like ownership over these games. Like even if my subscription runs out, I know the next time I pay for the subscription, those games are going to be there waiting for me. If that makes sense. Um, and, and it cuts down the costs on monthly charges. Um, but like I said, given, given everything that's going on, and again, also COVID really did fucking highlight this and highlight how much our fucking lives revolve about, around the internet these days, especially with people working at home, I still say we're 10, 15 years away from cloud gaming being inc uh, uh, like viable as like an actual mm -hmm. full alternative. Now, hold on. wait a minute, hold on. Okay, yeah. we're re hold on, give it a sec, we're reconnected. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah, no, 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 that, no, that wasn't me. That was OBS having a stroke. Yeah, it, <laughs> it happened to me uh, last, uh, a few days ago on my own stream. Like, uh, it's not OBS, but for me, Discord. You're disconnected and connected by yourself. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, well, with this, um, OBS just had a stroke, disconnected, then reconnected. I'm just going to make I sure a, we're still there. I have a question. Hold on, hold on. Uh, let, me, let, me finish, let me just finish this thought, because we're, we're, okay. we're, st we're still live. Uh, we're live now again, anyway. Sorry sorry about that, everybody. OBS had a stroke. Um, a cardiac arrest. Uh, but no, I would turn around <laughs> and say the most viable game, like the one that will prove the viability of cloud gaming will be an MMO. But like didn't New World. Amazon like, game, I, like New World, New World is a good example, but it's not cloud-based. It's it, it still follows the typical, like you download the launcher and you go on, but you only pay like X amount. I don't know, I actually, I don't know if New World is, is cloud-based, but I, I don't think it truly is in, in the traditional sense. But like all MMOs are cloud-based anyway, because I mean, if you lose connection, you just get kicked out of it anyway. So in a sense, they all, all are cloud-based, but if we're talking like a true, like super game, like they keep, like they keep, like they keep touting, like, like I said, you'd be looking at something like World of Warcraft, all of its expansions in one world with the graphical fidelity of a new world. Does that make sense? Like think, think My of, question is, didn't Amazon already release a game and flop on cloud? Which one's that? Uh, did they release it? No, did they New World release? was their first, is the first game. New World was released. their first game. Yeah, New World it is, is their first, first game. game. And it flopped, right? No, it's um, extremely no? successful. Yeah, I, I don't wouldn't say it flopped. They they had a steep uh, user drop-off base, but I think that's common for most MMOs. It is. Um, I, I think people are... And I don't have all of their numbers, so I've had to see, but I, I, the last I looked at it, it was like, it was still doing alright. I think people just keep comparing it to WoW, 
And it's just like nothing will ever be wild again. No game has uh, come since then. Final you can't, you can't compare. You can't Final compare a brand new even, game. To even a Final game Fantasy, that Omar. Final Fantasy fourteen might have another award with you. It, it's this getting game. it's getting there now. When it came out, it, it was takes, kind of trash. It takes Never. a while to build up an MMO. MMOs don't happen overnight. But um, I, I would argue that WoW did, and it's the only one that sort of done it. And I said, Final no, Fantasy fourteen no, as well. I mean, like, even if someone did do it overnight, it's the exception and not the rule. And also, exactly, with that's, WoW, and that's what I mean. That, with agree. WoW, there is a big goddamn difference. Like, if you if you were to look at WoW's numbers, if they let you look at WoW's numbers, you'd actually see that there is a massive drop off, and there's only an there's only really ever an uptick when a new expansion comes out. When a new expansion drops, absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, but no. you know, like WoW's a cultural sort of phenomenon that like Final Fantasy is not. Now, as far as um, as far as um, uh, now, I'm looking at um, MMORpopulation.com according to this chart that I'm looking at. Which, give me a second, I'm going to show on stream for everybody. Um, daily live population chart has. Uh, ha- uh, as of today, in fact, has the play number for New World over one million six hundred and sixteen thousand five hundred and forty-five. Lord, that's that's that. Apparently, that's live population right now for New World. So to call that a flop would be ignorant. Um, yeah, I think it's hard because I'm so I'm looking at now, it too, right, and so. And and now I did see a, I did see an article saying that they did drop off uh, in the last month. Over five hundred thousand people did drop off, and that is a significant number. But then that also turns around and says this motherfucking game had over two million people playing. Yeah, That's and, very, a lot. and very well. And like on the charts, it's listed as number five of like. If we keep going of of a hundred, if you will, um, you know, only getting beaten out by like the big boys: Final Fantasy, World of Warcraft, RuneScape, yeah. and Path of Exile. Yeah, according to this, total players, uh, New World has has estimated to have well, they've estimated, I think, to have over seventeen million total players or subscribers. Um, and the day, yeah, the daily players, New World has estimated to have uh, one point six million players per day this month. So, uh, yeah, my thought would be, for their first outing, not bad. No, that's, that's, that's a smash. I, I, was, I mm. was wrong when come to think it flop. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's a smash. Now, I haven't played it yeah. myself, but um, I, do, I do have interest. But obviously, I financially, like, I, couldn't, I couldn't support um, a, a subscription thing. Like, say it's the reason why I gave up my fucking Old Republic uh, subscription, because I just couldn't afford it. And I fucking Man, love, I fucking love, like, you want to talk about, you want to talk about games that chug along, again, like, again, just think, just think on that, like, going back to the Star Wars thing, like, again, cloud-based thing that will, that could prove the technology would be, like, if you take the old Republic, remove all loading screens and say, okay, you want to go from Tatooine to Coruscant, you can literally just get on a ship and fucking fly there, and you'll be there in, like, 10 minutes and there's no loading screens or nothing and it's as and it looks as beautiful as like 
um, uh, Battle Battlefront Two or uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Now that 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 to me, when 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 they say super game, it kind of conjures up ideas of that, especially if it's cloud based. Well, then let me ask because we're we're focusing on like what other people are doing. How would Microsoft use this? Because they would obviously be using it. Like, what would um... they make? Well, so, again, know, they already have. Game? Again, they already have with flight. Like as as like just to go to a point. Like like uh, flight sim. Like once you're in flying, it doesn't have any loading screens. It's it's low. It's it's loading it all in real time ahead of you, which it which is what the cloud gaming can offer is the fact that there would be no loading screens. It would already be there. But I think, uh, as as far as like future Xbox first party studios, I don't know. I think I think uh, you know I think uh, someone at Bethesda or or Obsidian, one of those RPG makers, I could see them, you know, doing something. Hey, fuck! Um, Maybe that's why Crossfire is taking so fucking long to come out because they're putting it on the cloud and they're just gonna make it massive. Two hundred fucking two hundred two hundred versus two hundred people. <laughs> for all, for, for all we fucking know. But there is, I there wouldn't is, mind that. There is talk, how valuable is that for the consumer base that not only have shit internet, but uh, sometimes don't even have uh, a good internet connection at all? Again, I Is that not a death sentence? It only has to... It, it only, I mean, for, for them, it only has to be viable for a... You know, certain amount of it's all about is it profitable for them? So yeah. I mean, if there's enough, if if it has enough reach, you know, to areas where you know they can make a profit, they're gonna do it. All right, and you know, it's not like I mean, internet internet is improving, you know, day by day across across the globe. I'm, I'm not saying that it's perfect, but I mean, if, if there if there wasn't a, a opportunity to to make money doing it, they, it wouldn't be done. Now, speaking of money and profit, Omar, fucking... He wanted to talk about this. Explain what the fuck I'm looking at here as far as these Capcom numbers. Okay. These are the Capcom numbers released uh, for the year 2021 uh, as it stands so far. Um, seeing... Um, so, I mean, obviously there's no numbers for the PlayStation or Vita or the uh, DS or 3DS because they've effectively been fucking killed off. Um, but but explain it because I'm seeing two hundred and uh seventy uh two two thousand seven hundred and fifty thousand, but I don't know if that's if I'm missing some zeros there or whatever. Explain. You know, so uh, Capcom uh for the year two thousand twenty one software shipment split, which is around three thousand three point. Uh, 65 million PlayStation 2.75 million Xbox 400,000 and the reason why I'm covering this is because this is not new this was last year as well very similar and the year before also very similar and even Xbox themselves 
reported on decline in third-party sales, while PlayStation and Nintendo reported on growth in third-party sales. And PlayStation uh, had a decline in uh, um, third-party sales. But my point is, and the reason so... When I spoke, uh, how many times I, I spoke about a game doing that much sales-wise on PlayStation versus Xbox? And uh, it wa- it wind up being um, in England, in uh, UK. The reason why UK is used, because UK is actually uh, Xbox's second best... Um, Market, market share. So everything that you see in UK is actually reflected on Xbox. Uh, not Xbox, but more like um, on the Xbox sale numbers as a whole. Um, like for example, when you look at uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, sold eighty percent on PlayStation versus twelve. 12 to 20% on Xbox, like, like, it's not even fair, and for the people that want to say, um, Xbox got uh, digital, like, PlayStation do digital as well, and MPD, most of the time, they focus on digital sales as well. My, my key point is, and I said it over and over again. How long before developers start keeping Xbox as a whole? Like we've seen it with Capcom themselves, not putting it as attorney on Xbox. Like how long before we start seeing it more and more with developers? And if if Xbox can do anything about it to fix it, like if even Game Pass. It's not uh, inciting people to buy games because this is literally what Phil Spencer said. Game Pass is uh, going to result to more uh, game sales. Yeah, we've seen it happen with few games in an indie game, but when it comes to triple A games, they're taking um, a beating on this one. Or are they taking a beating when okay, Microsoft pays on, them to put the game in a service? Farrell, I know you got a lot to say on this because I saw... No, I'm, just, I'm just asking the question. Just, that's just my only question. All right, go ahead. That, that actually, because okay. I guess Farrell had the same question I was just going to ask. Did, so, for th- companies like Capcom, uh, their games are on Game Pass, and so that means that Microsoft paid them at some point? Yeah, but they're not day one on Game Pass. Not so far, I know. Okay. Um, like, uh, for example, um, uh, in Devil May Cry 5 was marketed, had a marketing uh, right by Xbox, and that shit was not on Game Pass day one. They waited a while before putting it on Game Pass. So is it just the day one of it all? Or oh, I'm just trying to figure, like, my my thought process is, like, when do games like a, a Devil May Cry, when would it show up on Game Pass? Um, like for example, kind of like what they're doing now with Takes Two. Uh, it Takes Two didn't come on Game Pass day one, 
they are now releasing it on uh, putting it on Game Pass after a while. It's, it, well, it's not technically on Game Pass. It's on EA Play. Well, okay. Which if you have yeah. which if you have Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, you also have EA Play. Hmm. Okay. And I, I wanted to stay away from It Takes Two just because it seemed like the I guess the conversations are more like triple A quote unquote games, which I would argue It's Take Two is not. No. Like Devil May Cry is, but It Takes Two is not. It, it just isn't. It probably exists in the same space as uh, Ace Attorney, for that matter. If anything, um, a good example would be: uh, Did did Resident Evil Eight come out on Game Pass yes. Day One? Yeah, that, like yes. Um, like and we're, we're gonna, and that would be something we'd have to look look at going forward. Is are are the so big franchise I'm... coming out? Are there big franchises coming out Day One? Because I mean, I don't know. Let me let me look it up. I, mean, I want to see what. So far, I know. Out. So far, I know there is no Resident Evil on Game Pass. I mean, but how many? Yes, Resident Evil Seven has been on Game Pass. Um, have been or not? Is not. I'm not. I'm not sure right now. Like I can I look right now and see, but I'm pretty sure this. Is, I can it look might right be, now like pretty that, easily. It might be, but like I mean that that's that's coming out on Game Pass like. Years after release and years after profits already been made, so they can you know afford to put it on the like. I mean, we I mean, we like, can't. They, they, we I can't. Mean, we can't look at Game Pass as far as what it was two years ago versus like what it is no, now. But, I no, mean, we're, but we're, like we're the, seeing no, but in truth, the narrative and like the narrative that even you and Jube have mentioned is that shit's coming out day one Game Pass. So like, well, I mean, they 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 have had a bunch of titles that have come out day one that are, that are third party, and they have you know deals for. I know, like, but if we're talking, what are you if doing? We're, if we're talking, refla- the help? Hmm? Sorry, you may have an an outside conversation. Yeah, uh, but no, like <laughs> yeah. like yeah. as far as like what Omar is talking about, I mean, he's specifically like zeroing in like tunnel visioning on Capcom and like their their like from from an outside perspective like their lack of sales on capcom is that also reflects on the fact that they are not putting uh, it is it is them not putting games day one on game pass a reflection on the fact that they're getting poor sales on the xbox platform uh that would be impossible to say because we don't know if microsoft is approaching capcom about putting games day one in game pass or if Capcom want to, because I mean, like I said, yeah. if, if the numbers if the numbers are to be believed, and they and like if what Omar is saying is true, and 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 Capcom is not seeing like like they they've seen some growth, like let let's let's be if we're gonna if we're gonna place if we're gonna actually talk about this, let's let's break down the numbers, like PlayStation as far as sales of Capcom games saw a significant dip of over uh i think five hundred and fifty thousand units less than 2020 and then again that also could be relative to the amount of games that they put out but with the switch like that their units sold literally doubled from yeah but to be fair as which Got um, what's called Monster Hunter. Like, that's 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 Resident Evil 7 is still in Game Pass, by the way. 
yeah, doesn't have. It all depends on also, and well. Well, no, no, uh, because no, because like the Switch has been selling fucking hotcakes since 2019, and they saw a dip from 2019 to 2020 by 800 the 800,000 units, and then literally saw in 2021 that their margins double from 101 uh 1,150,000 units sold to 360 uh, 3 3 million 650,000 uh units sold and Capcom like it's not significant but they still saw an uptick in uh in uh software sold by 100,000 so like, but like, Cat PlayStation did see a dip as well, like a significant dip, like over five hundred thousand isn't anything to sneeze at. But going back to my point, I mean, if PlayStation is not PlayStation, sorry, if Capcom is seeing these numbers, um, like, because like I said, a lot of a lot of the a lot of the narrative around Game Pass is like it's coming out day one. Look at how successful Game Pass is. If Capcom isn't putting their games out day one for um isn't putting their games out day one for game pass is that could that also speak to the narrative that capcom games aren't selling well so they just don't see the viability of putting their games on game pass because they're just not selling enough units on the platform that game pass is predominantly on uh i i think that's i think it's tough to say because they haven't done it yet and if not like everyone is not everyone is putting their triple a titles on game pass Day and date. I think uh, we only have two examples of a AAA title going in Game Pass day and date from a third-party developer, and that's MLB The Show and Outriders. And those both of those games had massive levels of success. Hmm. Um, that point. Um, I think I believe MLB The Show's game sales overall doubled over the previous year, and Outriders was a game that many people believed that was dead in the water before it launched. And they gamed on Game Pass and gave it, you know, such a boost that its servers crashed. But I'm going to ask that if you are the quote-unquote, not market leader, but more like uh, you have the marketing right, and still you're not in the specific game on Game Pass, what does that say? Like... But we're not talking about Game Pass. This, 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 this uh, graph that you're putting out is physical units shipped has nothing to do with actual sales of Comcat of of Capcom games. Excuse me, um, has nothing to do with sales of actual Capcom games. This isn't a report on Capcom games sold on Xbox. It's a report of physical units shipped. And I guess yeah. if we're part of that conversation, then I'm assuming we're talking about it's from. It's a year span from 2020 to 2021. Uh, uh, is, for the year uh, of 2021. See, my my whole thing for, for like like the, the the way the the reason why that kind of breaks down for me and the fact that this uh, and this is what muddles the water for me specifically or uh, muddies the water a bit is the fact that they do have PC listed right here and they do have 150,000 units sold on PC, which for me. That makes no sense. There is no, there is absolutely fuck all chance in hell that because like nobody really, very few fucking studios released phys, f, release physical units on PC these days. 
Very fucking few. Uh, this is unit ship, not sold. That's what no, I'm saying. No, it's not no, sales. No, but again, that's that's what again. But what I'm saying is is none of the games that Capcom released had physical releases, and yet they're still yeah. and yet they're still presenting numbers. Like, how can you ship units for something that doesn't exist? That's 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 the point I'm trying to make, and why it kind of muddies the water for me because. I don't believe Resident Evil 8 had a goddamn physical release because I would have fucking seen it. Like, I, I would have seen it and I would have snatched that up. Like, I don't, I can't think of any game because every other game, all the games now on PC are damn near digital. Even when you buy them physical, yeah. they're digital. You're just giving I'm them not dis- I, I, I'm like, not disagreeing, but is there a possibility of, like, special regional releases? No. No. Like in like specific to Japan or you know not some not, not, not to my knowledge. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know because like the like the like I'm just going by what the graph says. The graph says physical unit ship. Yeah, yeah, so, I, I, I get you. I get you, but like, it, but it says software, not physical units. It just says software. Like, yeah, it says unit ship by platform, but like, I mean, it, it says software, like. Again, like I so, said, it's just the fact that it says PC right here, but to my knowledge, I don't recall there ever being an announcement of any physical PC releases, because the only companies I know of that still do any form of p- physical release is Bethesda and CD Projekt Red. They're the only ones I know of. So, do you say this uh, shot is a lie? I'm I'm saying this shot just makes no... It makes a little not that much sense to me on why they or we probably just need better clarification because again they're just putting naked data out there without any like saying what it is because uh, you know like it's dante brings a point about the pc things but like if they use some jargon where like how many of these pc games sold count as quote-unquote shipped then okay sure but like it it does list like it says sort of shipped and it's like shipped traditionally is meant like physically shipping something um but that can't happen on pc so probably just a bit more of like well, what does that what does some of these words mean as far as in relation to the graph mm-hmm. and what that information is because i you know my I, I guess my thought is like cap the the capcom numbers are mostly resting on the back of monster hunter and resident evil yeah and uh, right. to be fair, they have mm-hmm. not released anything uh, aside from them. Uh, no, they have. They released. No, it's, um, it's been a few things. Oh, they have released DMC, DMC. I no, DMC. no, there was the Great Ace Attorney. There was the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. There was oh, yeah. uh, Devil May Cry: Pinnacle of Combat. There was um, uh, Ghost and Goblins, Ghost and Goblins Resu- uh, Resurrection. Uh, oh, Capcom yeah, Arcade yeah. Stadium. Like uh, Rockman X Dive in two, two in twenty twenty, uh, Snoopy Puzzle Journey. What the fuck? Um, like, but as far as like future projects, the only thing they've got planned isn't until twenty twenty three apparently, and that's Pragmata. Pragmata, yeah, I'm super excited for that one. Um, so just, and so, and the reason why I asked that because the Switch sold so much more than PlayStation. Yeah, and so it's like. But there's only been one month. What is two? Um, so I guess it's the idea that like these two Monster Hunters and maybe the Ace Attorney Chronicles count for that extra mill. 
Yeah, because Monster Hunter Ride is very, very large. Uh, I'm, no, I'm aware. No, um, well, I mean, if we're talking, if we're talking just 2021, not really, because you had the the Capcom Arcade Stadium came out across the board. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection came out across the board. The only like exclusives, uh, console exclusives that came out was, uh, yeah, was just Rise and uh, Stories Two. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and Ace Attorney, would... sorry, but no, no, Ace Attorney came out on PlayStation Four as well. Oh, PlayStation. My assumption is like there are pseudo console exclusives, even though they're not console exclusives. Like my best guess is most of the Ace Attorney sales come from Switch, probably. in the same way that most of the Resident Evil Eight sales probably come from PlayStation. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely didn't yeah. come from the stadium. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I, I, I was the numbers are was curious about me, and I. I, the Xbox thing, I wasn't too... It was the Nintendo thing that actually made me interested about oh, the Oh, wait. Okay, so there is there is one thing that could make sense of that PC or... Because uh, it says PC other. There is one thing that could make a semblance of sense on that. Is if they are tracking Steam sales and Stadia sales. But I'm fucking sure that it sold more than 150,000 units on PC. I'll look that up. But remember, on Stadia, you still had to buy the games as well as that monthly subscription. And Jeanette's... So you think the 150k is Stadia sales? I'm thinking... Not Stadia sales, I think they're combining the two, which is why it says oh, PC bother. Because Stadia is still counted as a PC architecture thing, not because it's cloud-based. Um, dude, Legend Evil Village for twenty two dollars, twenty two euro. Damn. Yeah, games games are extremely cheap after about sixty days. Um, I'm sorry, but the medium would like a fucking word with you. Uh, that's on PC only. Like PlayStation is still forty four. Yeah, but if you that, that's if you go to the PlayStation Online store, but if you look around for a physical, you can find it pretty cheap. Uh, yeah. Anyway, no, I want to. I want to get other people's opinions because Jube has been silent, but zero, zero's been talking. Zero's been talking. Jube, you've been silent, and I'm pretty sure I know why. Um. So if you if you if you don't want to speak on this, I don't mind, but I'm pretty sure you might have something to say. I mean, yeah, it's kind of, it's a little sobering to put stuff into context, but I don't feel like a lot of that makes sense. Like you said, like just looking at it without con without company context, who knows what we're looking at? Because I see increases and decreases all across, but you know, people are only celebrating the final number instead of what it means, yeah, percentage wise in this in terms of growth. I I think I wonder if the question is. Uh, you know, throughout Twitter, all I'm seeing is just like, haha, look at Xbox. I thought Game Pass was supposed to work. Um, but, like, it does for certain titles and for certain companies. Yep. If you just yep. don't have the big ones, it, like, that's still not a terrible thing, right? Like, if Capcom. I mean, it's... No, go ahead. Well, I, I, yeah, I don't want okay. to cut you off, but, it, but it's hard to say that it's hard to criticize Game Pass in this instance. When it's not a lot of Capcom games in Game Pass, 
Like you had Devil May Cry in for a blip, but that was a year ago. So that's not a part of these, uh, you know, sales. It's, there, there's nothing to say that, you know, Game Pass did or didn't help, you know, sales of Devil May Cry, Cry 5 in this particular topic that we're talking about because this is only 2021. I, um, I actually named it. And you have Resident Evil 7 that's in there. And, you know, that's a that's an older game. And, you know, like, there's not like Capcom is pumping in games in the Game Pass right now. It's not a ton of Capcom games in the service. Right. Okay. Actually- so, hold on. Looking, looking at some peak numbers, um, my theory, my theory on them combining uh, Steam numbers and possibly Stadia numbers... Uh, is looking more and more viable because um, back in twenty, back in May when this released, peak peak players or peak concurrent players of Resident Evil Eight was at one hundred six thousand six hundred and thirty one players. That would account for one. That would account for one hundred thousand of the one hundred fifty that they said. And then you combine that with possible, like the two people that have Stadia, and any other avenue that they. Oh, I apologize. All three people that have a Stadia, uh, and then two you, people. and then you add that to any other avenue. That hundred and fifty thousand is making more sense now. But then that also makes me question if they're tracking digital sales, which Resident Evil Eight only had, and. Like I said, even if there is a physical release, you only get a download code for for obviously Steam, Bethesda.net, what have you. If they're tracking those numbers, then that that throws into question in these charts, are we actually seeing tracking numbers for downloads on consoles as well, or are we not? Because if you if they're tracking if they're tracking you know what they consider shipments on uh pc what's not to say if they are or are not doing that for consoles as well which again is that missing context now if could it possible could it be possible if they ship like digital codes and no. they count that as shipments a hundred and fifty thousand digital codes that like I, I'm just saying, like no, I'm not no, talking no, about like, like Amazon, or I'm talking about like a retail, like Amazon or something like that. They ship. No, no, a- absolutely not, absolutely not, because that that wouldn't that wouldn't that wouldn't correlate with the peak with the peak players that um, this game had, which, like I said, it accounts for over. Uh, it can, it's uh, I think that's like three quarters. Yeah, that that this the numbers on Steam um, account for three quarters of the pc numbers that they're saying yeah which i guarantee you a lot of those people bought it uh, I, I i'm gonna be honest i'd say all of them bought it directly off of steam so like again like i said that just that that just throws this whole damn thing into like what the fuck territory for me like if you can if you're if you're tracking downloads on on PC, like de- purchases and downloads on PC, like you've got to be able to track purchases and downloads on consoles as well. So are those part of the numbers you're showing us or not? Because 
yeah, like Jubei's fucking Jubei's face right there is is pretty much what I the face I'm 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 pulling on the inside right now. Because this just makes no fucking sense to me. It really doesn't. Uh, I don't know. Like it's we, okay. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, the, the, end of, the, end of, the, the bottom line is we saw an uptick in we saw a small uptick in Xbox, but these these numbers like and this comes down to what we talked about before transparency. If these numbers get out, like we need like it, they need to be transparent about. Okay, no, we are tracking digital. We are actually tracking digital downloads, which first of all is creepy as fuck. Get the fuck out of my fucking IP. Um, but like, we need to know, or I'd like to know, are like, it, are these are these numbers representative? Because like, let, let's let's talk work, let's talk actual worst case scenario. Like, if these are tracking download digital downloads as well, like. That is looking like that. That goes towards what Omar is talking about. Like that's looking bleak for Capcom on Xbox if they, if they are tracking digital downloads because that's only four hundred thousand units sold on Xbox. Like yeah, worst case scenario, I don't think there's planet if they are tracking digital or not. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying let's use a hypothetical. But uh, but the thing is, um, even if let's say. Let's give them one thousand digital. It still would not be doing no numbers. Omar, you you're missing yeah? exactly what I'm. You're missing everything that I'm saying. I'm saying hypothetically. Let's say yeah? that four hundred thousand they sold includes digital downloads. That is bad. Like that. Oh that, yeah, yeah, that's definitely. Like bad. if yeah. we if we go worst case scenario hypothetically, that four hundred thousand units sold includes digital downloads. That is a bad reflection That's on. Bad. Yeah, yeah, that is a terrible fucking reflection. Like that, then that's that that that's a bigger issue that needs to be uh, like that. That's that's a bigger issue that needs to be resolved. Like maybe maybe with better marketing. That no, this is coming to Xbox. This is going to have like features on Xbox. Like you're going to be able to run this at four. You're going to be able to run this at fucking eight K, twenty frames, uh, sixty frames per second. I don't know. But like, if okay. the, if those are the numbers, that that could come down to bad marketing. Because I am fucking certain there are Xbox gamers out there that would love to play these games. Obviously, bad marketing. I I don't think it's bad marketing per se. Like, for example, Guardian of the Galaxy is the same marketing, yet on PlayStation did way more sales than on Xbox. It just yeah, but, but if, yeah, but if if we use if we use FC as a microcosm, we all know that uh, Xbox people hate Marvel, so it makes absolute sense to me. <laughs> so <laughs> moving moving on to the next topic, though, because I think we've exhausted okay, that move. one. Uh, the fuck is next? Which is, ah, yes, oh, Left for Dead. Right, yes, Left Back for Blood. Okay, so uh, quickie review just to set just to set the tone for everybody. Uh, Back for Blood tries not to be Left 4 Dead, but with it trying not to be Left 4 Dead, it just makes you wish it was more like Left 4 Dead, because Left 4 Dead has a couple of things in it that just make it better. Uh, one of the biggest standouts for me is the fact that when you die, you drop your equipment. So if you have a defibrillator unit on you and you die, your teammate can come and pick up the defibrillator unit and basically chest paddle you back to the land of the living. Back for Blood does not allow this. You die, your equipment fucking dies with you. 
That's bad. Especially in a game that has a two live system. You die twice, that runs over. You've got to go you gotta start back from a previous checkpoint with a whole new fucking uh whole new game. Uh then on top of that, the fucking melee in that game, if anybody has played Left 4 Dead, you've been surrounded by the infected. You can push them off, get some space, and then blow them the fuck away. Uh, Battle for Blood does not have that. You have a weak fuck. You have a weak sauce fucking melee. You have a pussy fucking melee attack that can only attack one fucker that's surrounding you. It's weak sauce. It's useless. It's it it sucks. Even when you get the knife, yeah, you can kill one motherfucker, but what about the five other motherfuckers beating your ass like yeah. a goddamn angry mob? Like it's weak sauce. There are a couple of other things I don't necessarily like uh, like about the game. Like the game is fun. The game is enjoyable, all right? The game is fucking brutally goddamn difficult for some odd reason. I don't know why, but this game is fucking difficult, all right? For some goddamn reason. I've lost my train of thought because I'm just, ah, this fucking game. Yeah, for some godforsaken reason, they put in so many goddamn entrapment enemies. And what I mean is, in Left 4 Dead, you have a couple of enemies that can pounce on you. You have the jockey. You have the hunter, you can have the smoker, you can have the witch, which is a rare spawn, but that is three enemies, that, and you got the charger as well. All of these enemies can grab you and pound you into the ground and make sure you go down, okay? No, no, you can't escape it yourself. Back for Blood has this, and they even have a way to get out, which is stun guns. The problem is, they have so many of these fucking units that spawn so goddamn much... You could feasibly, and this happened to me in my Let's Play, you could feasibly get team wiped by everybody just getting trapped by a fucking special no, enemy. No, absolutely. That's happened to me too. That is a legit thing. Imagine getting grabbed, finally getting free, only to get grabbed again, and then they get grabbed. Like yeah. It's like, okay. And one of the worst ones is the fucking Hawker. It is an enemy that yeah. will stand at a distance and spit at you and trap you in location. The, the the fucking spawn rate on these sons of bitches and their cooldown to use their ability is retarded. Left 4 Dead does not have this goddamn issue, but Back 4 Blood does. So, leading uh, um, the, the, this rant means something, because it makes more sense when you read that Left 4 Dead 2 has more people playing it than Back 4 Blood. Not only does Back 4 Blood have those issues, like I said, it's a fun game, I, I like the weapon customizations, despite the fact that you can't take attachments off a gun and put it on a new one. That's still bullshit. But Left 4 Dead has something, in my opinion, that Back 4 Blood is missing sorely, and this is, this is something I've turned around and said, on this very fucking channel. Back for Blood doesn't have mod support. It doesn't have the ability to create. Like new weapon skins. New uh, like change your characters. Because you know maybe maybe I'm playing Left 4 Dead. And I'm thinking you know what. I want to download this Resident Evil map. Where I literally go through the hive. From the first fucking movie. And I want everybody to look like. Like Jill Valentine. Chris Redfield. Hunk. Albert Wesker. Maybe I want my whole fucking team to look completely different. Back for Blood does not have this, which it should, in my opinion, have had from launch. Alright? I feel like I'm the most qualified to talk about this right now, but I, because I've played both games and I have the benefit of playing on PC because Left 4 Dead has 
amazing mod. Like, if I was to, if I was to actually, if I was to throw out a PC starter kit for um, prospective um, PC, people who want to get onto PC, I would turn around and say Left 4 Dead 2. Because Left 4 Dead 2, let's not forget, Left 4 Dead 2 has both Left 4 Dead 1 and Left 4 Dead 2 on it as well. Including a slew of other modes like versus realism and multiple other things, it has so much more to offer. I would uh, and all the mod support as well. I've just mentioned that is why I would always turn around and say, if you want to get into PC gaming, one well, of the first games you should buy is Left 4 Dead 2 for that very reason. Now I want to get everybody else's opinion on this. Jube, you are full. You are seemingly completely on board with what I'm saying. So yeah, but I, I do want to. I do want to hear any additional thoughts that you have. Lay them on us, brother. Um, yeah, I, I honestly feel like the the um the game isn't the game difficulty isn't very balanced. Like if you're playing with bots at all, chances are you're going to be a failure. Like it's uh, the bots contribute literally negative a hundred percent. Like. They are literally a detriment just because they exist. Yeah. Because literally, they, they go down damn near immediately. A lot of times, they definitely don't help you when you're being grabbed by something. She'll just sit there and fucking die. Like, bots are just god-awful. And that, that kind of definitely turned me off. There's things I love about it. Like, I do like the card system and how it works. Um, There, there are definitely positives to the game there, but yeah. it needs some balancing and some spawn rate adjustments. Like, I could imagine the spawn rate being on higher difficulties, but... They really be trying to like bend you over the couch on recruit. Let me like, let me add this. My initial let's play of this, and I even allude to this in my let's play. My because here's the thing: this difficulty will fuck you with no lube because yep. on veteran, like so, there are three difficulties: recruit, veteran, and not and nightmare. Recruit is normal mode. Do not let it dissuade you. Recruit is effectively normal mode. Of this game, it's not easy because in normal in in recruit mode, um, after you get a checkpoint after every after every section. So let's say in Act One there is um four sections. You get a checkpoint after each section in that act. In veteran, you only get two, the second and the third. Nightmare, you only get one checkpoint, and that's the very first fucking level. Now imagine doing that with a two-life system. Yeah. While while you've also got the corruption cards constantly buffing enemies to have armor, making them deal more damage, making it so that if you kill them, they fucking explode. Yeah. Like this game's difficulty needs to be tweaked. Because yep. like the fucking like I turned right and said in my let's play. We tried to do it on Veteran because I thought Veteran's got to be the normal mod. We couldn't even get past the... F in, in Act 1, we couldn't even get out of the door, bro. You get out of the door and you fucking die. Dude, you just immediately die. We 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 tapped out and like I, I consider myself like competent at playing video games. Me and the crew fucking tapped out because we couldn't even get past the third section in the first fucking act. We just kept getting pounded and grabbed and downed by every single fucking special enemy that could spawn from Reekers to Tall Boys to fucking Hawkers. It was insane how much this fucking game would spawn specials. So oh, we, look, you're, 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 you're being grabbed by a tall guy. Another one spawns right next to him, just waiting. Just literally waiting for you to get broken out so he can grab you. Like, it, it, 
it's it's a super balanced issue. Like, like it it needs help. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not really trying to touch hey, that uh, game until it gets it zero. Yes. What what number are you getting? Oh, sixty two. Cool. All right, gotcha. Wait, sixty two right. on what? No, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We're, we're done here. Background business. Yeah. Yeah, we'll look at you side eyed for the rest of the stream. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, I also I'd, I'd like to point out, like Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead Two specifically, Left 4 Dead Two is fucking old. Like this game's been out for over a, for over two decades at this point. Yeah, it's old. Like. Hold on. When when the fuck did this come out? When the fuck did you come? This game is over. T- like this this game came out in two thousand fucking nine, and it's yeah, still it's out. It's like twelve years old. Well, oh, you know when you have mod support, that that adds a lot of life to a game. Uh, no, Fallout Four would like a word with you. <laughs> um, but no, like it it, it does it, it it it. But no, it, it, it he jokes, but it's the truth. And what's even funnier is the fact that Valve somehow still fucking supports this because they recently came out with a whole new fucking chapter in the game. It's a short one, but they came out with a new fucking campaign recently for it, which sparked fucking intrigue in the fact that, oh, maybe we'll get a Left 4 Dead 3. Like, this this is, like, Back 4 Blood, for, for, to me, is Left 4 Dead 3 done by, the, done by people who... Like what remained of the team that did the original, because like I said, it just makes you wish that it was more like Left 4 Dead with some of its features. Like I said, I like the corruption cards as well, but adding that to the difficulty fucking spawns, like the fact that enemies can be armored so they take more bullets, and the randomness, like, like I, I, the the thing that boggled my fucking mind, and it, it, this is a, this is a nitpick. It this is a nitpick, one hundred percent a nitpick. But I, I look at the AK-47 I'm holding, the Bear Bones AK-47, and I question, what sadistic bastard thought that it would be a good idea to make the basic AK-47 only have 20 goddamn rounds? Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, bullets. These, some of these guns, I'd be like, are you serious? Also, the sniper's hot garbage. Not, 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 not the, uh, not the uh, fifty cal because we actually, we basically all use fifty cal's to beat that yeah, fucking. The, the fifty cal is good, but anything outside of that, not great, not not great at all. Like for some reason, the Chris or, Vector or, or I on, had on a fucking scope on a fucking SMG, like a fucking the, the a 4X decision. scope, a forex scope yeah. on a UMP forty five. Why? Like you literally just invalidated its whole existence. I'm like, why? This this is why I turned around and said, even in the goddamn beta. When I did my video on that, they needed to add the ability to remove mods from a gun. Because I don't want to be standing here with a goddamn UMP-45 with a fucking fucking sniper scope on it. Because you end up hip-firing the fucking... Because here's the thing. The the absolute worst thing is you end up hip-firing the guns more often. That's like my number one rule with this game now. Don't bother ADSing. Just... Fucking hit fire because by the time you line up a shot to get the fucker sprinting at you, you're already seeing the fucking wrinkles on his face and the and the worms moving under his skin because he's already like inches away from you by the time you line up the fucking shot. Yep. Fair. Oh, and a Chris it has da- so much potential, but it's just yeah, and a, and a Chris terribly. What, Jubet? Uh, in fact, you know what? I want I want to pull I want to pull everybody's opinion on this. Anybody with a fucking FPS background 
anybody in chat with an FPS background who knows about the Chris Vector. Alright? What fucking sense does it make that a Chris Vector has 19 bullets? A gun that the you... The idea that they're supposed to make... Is, is, is it an artificial difficulty? Is that what they're trying no, to do? No, that's the gun by default! That's the gun's ammo by default! It has 19 rounds! A gun that... Give me a second, I will look up the goddamn fucking... Because I'm curious. What is the rate of fire on a Chris Vector? Alright, the Chris Vector has a goddamn rate of fire. Hold on. This the the Chris Vector has a fucking has a has a um has a rate of fire of 1200 rounds a minute. What fucking sense does it make that it has 19 rounds in a magazine? <laughs> Talk about just, they, they, two they, seconds, bro. It's a wrap. It sounds like there was zero like actual research done on like magazine capacity of the weapons that they actually put in the game. No, they, they and they they have good models like, oh, like holding the Glock and stuff. Like when you're at the when you're at the, the the like the firing range, like the guns are true to life. Like Dude, the, the Glock looks just like a fucking Glock. It's a Glock. The ball. The guns, are so, the, models are fire. the guns are I'm so sure modeled. Great. The guns are so modeled that if you actually look down the barrel of the Belgian, which is the goddamn double barrel shotgun, they actually texture the front fins on a shotgun shell. By the way, you turn around and say it's two seconds and it's over with a 19 with a 19 clip Chris Vector. Dude, guys with erectile dysfunction last longer in bed than that. They last longer than the satisfaction of that fucking gun. Sorry, I, I used I oh my god, sorry, I kind of I kind of went on a fucking rant with this. This this was like this has been sort of has been like bottling up and this just solidified my problems with this fucking game. Uh See this is I I, I can't remember, but I, I I don't believe Back for Blood has a versus mode. I Actually, I believe it does. Uh, give me a second. Does it? Because I know it has a horde mode. I, I think I, it does. I know. I think there's a mode where you can play as the. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Back for blood. Yeah, back for blood versus mode. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. So it does. I'm curious to know how much people get are getting like how I want to know the win loss ratio from cleanest to ridden because I guarantee you if it's anything like the actual fucking in game. Ridden are winning like 90% of the fucking time if they can like trap you that much. Yep. Uh, does anybody have anything to say outside of me and Jube? Nope. I. Me, for me, um, you said it all. You played the game. I never did, so I can't comment on it. Zero? Um, the only. I mean, outside of like, it just doesn't seem to nail anything. The things correctly that Left 4 Dead did. Um, I do always kind of look at certain things as like products of their time, right? Like Left 4 Dead is sort of extended way beyond that. Like that type of game, I think specifically was of an era. Um, in the same way that like Among Us was of an era. Um, I, I'm just curious if that type of game, even if like even if Left 4 Dead came out today, would it do? numbers the same way Left 4 Dead used to when it came out years before. Um, I want, my thought would probably be no. Um, 
I have like a more long-winded rant. And I was like, I don't know, man. Don't people still have friends? Because like all I see is a bunch of single-player things, and I was like, that's not how I grew up playing games. Um, but uh, you know, I wonder, like, it, you know, that level of gaming seems to have disappeared in some form or fashion and it's not completely true because like dead by daylight still out here no no Um, no i'll give you one more accurate to what you're talking about but you are right it hasn't disappeared it's just kind of gone more into the background niche but in the last couple of years like no no just this year we've had one one re-release and a new release of a similar type of game in World War Z and Alien Fireteam Elite. And Alien Fireteam Elite is, put intended, fire. I love that game. Like, they're both horde shooters. Like, Left 4 Dead, just in a third person. And, you know, the idea is, like, are they... And I don't know. I played... I only got to play World War Z. I forgot it existed, but it's on PS Now. Um, it was fine. I... I I didn't have that much fun with it, but it was okay. But, like, are they, for lack of a person, are they popping? Like, are, are they jumping off? Fireteam like, Elite, because... Fire Elite did well, to my knowledge, but it, it, it wasn't, and, and honestly, I think with something like Left 4 Dead, it was more of a, a lightning in the bottle moment. Right. Um, like, it, to, to turn around and say, well, anything, like, of that genre hit the same, um, hit the same numbers, it's like, it's like, it, like, some, some genres have, uh, more lightnings in the bottle than others, like, first-person shooters, like, you had Call yeah. of Duty, Battlefield, um, uh, Halo, like, Halo, the, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, because yeah. there's just so more many of them than, board based shooters like this were you, you, they don't catch the lightning in the bottle as much because the the genre isn't as saturated if you will for every for every halo uh that you have you have a legendary you have a a turning point you have um um fuck i'm just trying to think of like obscure you know, didn't do so well, uh, first person shooter. But then you've got, uh, but you get my point. But then you also yeah. have like the the gems, the the diamonds in the rough, uh, like Terminator Resistance, which made by the same guys who did Rambo the video game, somehow made a fucking amazing first person shooter in Terminator Resistance. Didn't 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 sell gangbusters, but it's it, it is a it is one of those. Um, hidden gems that you should go and buy if you are a fan of the Terminator license. Okay, so maybe you're right. I mean, it might just be that genre isn't particularly well represented anyway, so it sticks out more when there are failures as opposed to the many, many first-person shooters that just fall by the wayside compared to all the good ones that I focus on. Yeah. At least that's how I see it. Um... Like, uh, and, and another good example, for every Gears of War, there's an Army of Two. Like, Army of Two wasn't wasn't bad, but it kind of fell by the wayside, and then went shit with 40 of Day, and then the Devil's Cartel, which was even worse. Um, uh, yeah. Um, right, um, I don't know, Farrah, you've got nothing to say on this? Uh, no, I kind of came a little late, had to disappear for a second, so I don't want to... I don't worry. Yeah, 
Um, do you think uh, this game gonna come back? Get the comeback, or do you think it's gonna die at a thousand deaths? Because um, when, it, cause when uh, what's the game? The other game, um, not Battle Blood, uh, Death for Dead, have more game um, players right now than this game. What does that say? Is uh, this dead on arrival? I don't think it's a game that's dead or on arrival. I think it's a game that'll continue to get updates, and it'll probably stay in Game Pass for a while, so it'll probably kind of help it out a little bit. You know, if they release some some decent updates, people can just jump back in and try it out and see if the game got better. Does yeah. it have crossplay? Yes, it does. It does, actually. Man, if they don't mess around and uh, have Sony and Xbox cut them a check to put it on PS Now and Game Pass... So that like it's already in Game Pass. It's already it's already a day one yeah. Game Pass. So that they don't come yeah. to Sony and be like, "Dog, can you put this in PS Now, please?" And like everybody can play. Yeah, yeah. I mean all, that all, that, all that works, but you also need to make the game more playable. You need to make uh, yeah. it more viable. You need to make the you need to make the guns a little bit more realistic because people will you know go from COD to to that and be like, "What the hell is this?" I I. Again, it, I have no. I feel like they might expand on the campaign, like they might add more of the more to the campaign. But how long that's going to take is anybody's goddamn guess. But the fact that, it, and I'm not saying crossplay is a hindrance because you could you could like fuck. I can't believe I'm about to praise this, but fucking Bethesda Bethesda of Fallout Four proved it proved it's possible. You can have mods on console. So, like, just allow the PC community to have the modding tools to be able to put mods on. Like, you can have a curating system like, um, like, um, like Fallout. Like, just let the PC community do, let the PC community do what they do best. Let them make mods. Let them make custom campaigns and custom models that are that our console brethren, our console cousins can download and enjoy as well. Like, I feel like that's something as well that, again, I feel like Fallout 4 eventually embraced that definitely helped. Because, I mean, there's a couple... Um, Michael Rexecutioner, who's a patron of mine, was watching my Fallout 4 play... Uh, me watch... It was what after I recorded last night, I was playing some Fallout 4 while he was watching on my Patreon stream... And I was going through some of the mods I had installed on Fallout 4. And the first thing he asked for me is, is that available on uh, PlayStation? Like the PlayStation mods. And I was like, yes, it is. And I'm like, and it, it just, it's the epiphany of let PC be your backbone. Like you can, like you can put out your own official content, but let PC be, let PC do what PC does best and let us mod let us let us create some creative stuff so we can keep the game alive on both console and PC. Like just imagine that. Imagine you have like imagine if Left 4 Dead imagine if they re-release Left 4 Dead on on current generation consoles and you had the ability to uh download mods. Like yeah, they take up space, but they're using the same in-engine thing. There's nothing massively different about it. We're using but you can download these mod campaigns. Imagine how fucking popping that would be. 
That's what Battle for Blood needs. It needs to be. It needs to allow console players to say, "Okay, I want to play that campaign because that campaign's got five stars and everybody seems to love it. I'm gonna try that." Or I want to uh, mod this enemy to look more like the fucking liquor from Resident Evil or some shit. Like mods can be. They'll have a Lady D mod. A fucking yeah. The tall, the tall guy's now Lady D with a big giant extended arm. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> or or the fucking Reekers now. Thomas the Tank Engine coming at you. <laughs> Do we know? Did they get it? Did they? Get at any streamers to help with this? To like, you know, I don't know. If they did. I'm sure. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they reached out to streamers and said, "Hey, can you play this for you know?" Because I've seen, yeah, I've seen a couple of people I follow play it, but like they, you know, they played it and moved on. They didn't seem to enjoy it. They just, you know, got a check. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious where. What what does back for before we move on to the next one? I just want to quickly see where back for blood currently ranks on. Uh, on Twitch, because I mean, aside from certain uh, streamers, uh, aside from certain streamers who play games that just add like about hundred thousand fucking views to a to a game, uh, sometimes it's actually a good fucking uh, thing to see like where it ranks. Um, um right, so it's currently uh, max. It's currently, and unfortunately, this doesn't tell us how many streamers are streaming it. But uh, concur, but overall, it has eight thousand seven hundred uh, viewers watching it over. Who knows how many streams? Phasmophobia is beating this. Smite is beating this. Darkest Dungeon Two is beating this. Hey, Pharaoh, you'll be fucking happy. Destiny Two is beating it as well. Not Pharaoh, I will, because Destiny 2 is an amazing Zero, game. Man, Zero. Yeah, and you guys should really play it up to now. Like, it's a pretty fantastic campaign story. You should really get it. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. Solid FPS. You should really play it. Like, apparently Halo's supposed to be coming back, but it's not going to beat Destiny. So it's like, yeah. But non-play is second to none. Yeah, second to none. I mean, for, fu- I mean, for fuck's sake. Like... I would expect uh, Halo to kind of curb stomp Destiny because it's we'll have thing. to see, we'll have to see because I mean for fuck's sake somehow just some fucking how like I, I'd love to I just love to sit people down somehow I don't know how many fucking again I don't know how many fucking streams but apparently collectively GTA Five has over one hundred and seventy seven thousand people watching people play it, which to be fair GTA Five is a bit of a cheat as well because not everybody there's a whole separate community that utilizes gta for something wildly different that is beating fallout sorry not fallout that's beating fortnite it's beating fortnite by over 50 by over forty thousand viewers i I, i'm not i'm just so i have a co-worker who is in i don't know if you guys have ever known gta 5 or most of the gtas um have people who like role play actual professions they're in not, the game. They're not as big as you think. Like they're they're not as they're not as big as you think zero. Like But as, that as might be an like extra forty K that might be the extra forty K to put them over. Not forty K. No. I would say at least twenty K. But not 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 forty. Like they they, they they are like you, you will see more like I, I would also turn around and say don't equate YouTube numbers to like people who watch that stuff live. 
Because like that, there's some who watch, but you might be right. You might be right. Like it is, it is, it is, it is big, but it's big in its own sphere. Like you'll you'll probably get the same amount of people watching people role play on Gary's mod. All right, but zero. I want you to keep talking. You've been bigging this up. You've been telling everybody they were wrong. I want the zero impression, which is now officially going to be a segment. If ever you ever need to talk about something, it will be called the it will be called zero zero impression. I really wish uh, FC was here. Oh was yeah, light him up. <laughs> light him up. Talk, tell us, <laughs> preach, preach from the gospel, preach from the gospel of Guardians of the Galaxy. Tell us. Why we were all wrong. Go ahead. It's your, you got the flaw, my man. It is an impressively fantastic game. Um, and like, there's a part of me, not I knew it, but that's why I backed it when like we initially saw it. And it was largely because, yes, it looked like Avengers and like the first showing was probably running off a of Switch, so it did not <laughs> show well. But in a game like this, half the battle is nailing the people who are on screen. Um, you know, when, when I played Days Gone, my favorite thing I liked about it, I like Deacon. Like, he's just not a dude I play. Like, I was really interested in Deacon. I think he's a really cool character. So is Boozer. So is everybody else. The Guardians are a fan, sort of a fun group of people to play with. Like, they are, they're video game people. Like, they, they pop right out of a comic book or a video game. They're not hyper serious. They, you know, have moments of, uh, you know, levity, depth, sadness, anger, all that type of stuff. But at its core, it's just this very fun game about these sort of misfit group of superheroes who just exist in the universe. I think they did a very wise decision of like not doing. They didn't fall into the Avengers trap where the characters look kind of, sort of, maybe like the movie equivalents. And so there's this weird, like, disconnect where, like, the guy who plays Hulk looks a little like Mark Ruffalo, but not a lot like Mark Ruffalo. So it looks like somebody drew a bad version of Mark Ruffalo. So it keeps invoking, like, well, this is the movie, and it's like, this isn't the movie. Yeah, Gamora, These Guardians, Gamora yeah. and, like, Drax look very more comic accurate than their movie yeah. counterpart. apart. These Guardians are not the movie counterparts at all. These are these are their comic book incarnations almost to a T. Um and you know, however various comic book incarnations they have. Uh but down to and not this isn't just a this isn't a spoiler, um, but like Star Lord has a whole different dad. They changed his dad's origin for the movies, but he goes back to his actual dad in the you know, the game which is from the comic books instead of everything else. Yeah, wasn't um, wasn't his father in the comic books an eternal? He is, uh, he's, he's, I forgot what they're called. Um, or, or is it, no, no, he's, um, no, in uh, the mo um, in the movies, in no. the movies, he's an eternal. No, no, he's no. He's a celestial. It's celestial, that's it. He's a celestial. Yeah. His yeah, father is a celestial. Yeah. In the movie, his father is a celestial. He's Ego, the living planet. In the comic, Ego is just a living planet. He's not yes. anything other than just a planet that a happens cancer. to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the combat. Uh, so, let me put a couple of negatives. It is not a technically impressive game, meaning it's very, very pretty. Like, it, everything looks really good, including the scenery. They did a really good job of making alien worlds feel like alien worlds, and not just, like, human worlds painted a different color. 
Um, but the you know, like a lot of like clipping through enemies, or you'll see like hair running through arms, things of that nature. I like fell off and landed on rocket and just sort of floated in midair for a minute before I had to move and like then he then I landed on the ground. So it's not the most technically sound game, but it's not enough that breaks the game or makes it bad. It's just enough to look weird. Um but they're clearly I, I think whoever sort of designed this or the designers behind it clearly just understood the assignment. Like at first I thought that playing with just Star Lord would be a bit of a hassle, but it's much more like Final Fantasy fifteen. Um which I think most of us can agree the combat wasn't the problem of with that game. Yeah, not at all. No, it's not the game missing. Yeah, like, like, you know, have the game, and probably, you know, nobody really cared about Prompto. He sucked. Um, But, yeah, like, the combat wasn't that, and so that's what you're doing. You're controlling the other four Guardians, and it can get kind of hectic, um, because essentially each Guardian has three skills, um, and so you have to hold a button, choose a Guardian, and then choose the skill you want from there. Uh, fortunately, when selecting, of course, time slows down and you sort of move quickly. Peter mainly just uses his guns. He has a melee that is useful, but you'll be mostly shooting for the entire time. Um, combat is a little stiff, but that's, I think, largely the character you're playing as. Um, Peter's a guy who shoots guns. He doesn't do much other than that. So, you know, he can move because he's got jet boots, but for the most part, he's on the ground or, like, hovering in the air, shooting at things. And that's going to be the primary way you're attacking. Um, his guns have elemental uh, charges that change throughout. Uh, there are four each, so you can sort of switch between each elemental. Obviously, elemental charges do better or worse um, on certain enemy types. And you just sort of run through this. The big super move is, once you've built up enough meter, it's a... A concept called a huddle, where essentially the team coming us up and like, this is tough, this is challenging, or, you know, they're like, we're whooping ass, dog, we are the greatest. And you have a choice to make, and your choice, depending on what you choose, will have a different effect. And it's just three effects, so none of them are particularly that great. One is basically your whole team gets powered up, the other is basically just you get powered up. And then the, um, the last one is just your bar. It just gets refilled. So I'm sorry. Just, just you describing that makes that sound like the funniest shit ever. Like just suddenly it's, in the middle of a fight, they all huddle up like this. Like a football huddle and like, man, we're fucking killing it. Okay, how are we going to fix you, this? Yes. And then like you're looking from Starler's perspective. So they're looking at you and you're looking at them and you're like, you're talking. And then, of course, you know, <laughs> I don't know what it costs them to get the music in this game, because I know music isn't cheap, but they've got an excellent soundtrack. So once you initiate the huddle, Peter's soundtrack kicks in, and it's always a random hit from the 80s. Um, and it, it, it takes over the battle music, and it just keeps running until the battle is done, or actually, I can't remember because I finished all battles with it. It might be until the battle is done or until the, the mode actually runs out. But it's like a wonderful mechanic because it kind of gets you pumped up when you just get that like right song. Um, and it, again, if anybody's ever seen the movie, one of the highlights of the movie was the soundtrack itself. And so that's something they've taken into account in making sure that like that the music of Guardians is just as important as everything else. Um, 
it is very, very oddly close to, I think, an evolution of a Telltale game. Okay. It This feels like the natural evolution of where we probably would assume Telltale would eventually start doing, and that it is a lot of dialogue. Um, but none of it feels wasted, and it's because they're so funny or just interesting. Like, Drax is still himself. He's very, very literal. Um, and they are a better unit than they are in the movies as far as, like, their relationships to each other. But they all they do is argue and, la- and joke on each other and bicker and do all of these type of things. Like, Rocket and Groot are kind of new to the team. Um, so Drax doesn't really trust them. Well, to be fair, Drax doesn't really trust anybody outside of Peter. Um, Gamora is... She is the she's daughter of uh, Thanos, but like Thanos isn't around currently, and I don't. So like nobody really knows why he just isn't here. And the rumor is that Drax killed Thanos, um, but nobody actually knows why. Rocket and Groot are largely the same. He just you know doesn't sound like Bradley Cooper, um, and and he's more. He knows where he comes from, so he is well aware of like who made him what he was all about, um, where his world is, and, like, they all reflect on, like, their messed up pains about, like, Peter's, like, yeah, because this happened and my mom died, and Drax, like, my, they killed my family, and, like, they will have, like, a pain Olympics about, like, no, no, I had it worse. Like, no, for real, for real, I had it worse, dog, I'm telling you. Um, and so there are points where I just stop playing and just listen to them talk. And they they legitimately won't shut up. Even if you're just standing there, they'll just start rambling off about anything and it's yeah it's it's such a fun thing and there are choices so far i don't know how important the choices are um an early part in the game is you are in this first mission you are collecting a monster um to give to the monster queen i can't remember her name um and basically you're trying to trick her so the option is you can give her group or you can give her rocket. Rock yeah, we well, we saw that um, in the demo. Yeah, and like you know, everybody has their own things. And when you make the decision, you make the decision. I do not know if later on that decision plays into anything. But like a Telltale game, when you make certain key decisions, it like puts a marker up top. So it said like Rocket remembered that you looked out for him, <laughs> or you know Groot remembered that you were an asshole. <laughs> and so I don't know what that does so far. Does it actually but... say that? Does it actually say Groot remembers you're an asshole? It, it does it not. Does. Um, Damn it! The there's a scene where Drax they're trying to get across a canyon, and Drax is like, "I can just throw rocket," and it's like, "Don't throw rocket." And you have a choice: you can be like, "Throw him," or "Don't throw him." I chose not to throw him, but it said like Rocket remembered your kindness. I'm like, okay, I guess that will come back up at some point. Don't know when that's coming up yet, um, but hopefully it will. Um, there are some cast of characters who I think we'll all be familiar with. Some we probably won't because this leans real heavy into the comic side of things than the movie yeah. side. I would love it if they said he remembered you were an asshole. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said, I mean, they are, they do like each other, but like, you can tell it's like the thinnest of lines between like, all right, you getting on my nerves and like you still cool and you are useful to me, but like it's only gonna go so far before you like you get on my nerves and I had to kick you off my ship. 
Um, so I, I think that the dialogue is just so very good. Um, and I don't know who. Oh no, I a, a Guardians writer wrote this. Yep, he did. And I think that's that. I think that was part of it. Because um, I'd have to look up. I wonder who wrote the Avengers game. Probably some. Because, probably just some rando who probably wrote some. I would be very intrigued. I, really, I um, just really want to see this fucking huddle. I'm. I'm not kidding. I. I just really. Oh, the huddles. Yeah, and it's like it goes like pink and everything. If you. Yeah, if you pull the thing up, just. Uh, I'm trying. Fine. It, it's awesome. Oh, hud. Hud. No, is that hud Leroy? I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, I like. I just the the. The the concept alone just makes me like laugh because I just mm. in my in my head like the most guardians thing would be in the middle of the fight they do it and then like halfway through the huddle they all look up and look towards the enemy and then go back into the huddle. <laughs> <laughs> like, so <you're> still like, waiting. <laughs> yeah, so like they're they're really had. They, I think they again part of why. I, a superhero game, I think, more importantly than any others, like, it has to nail the characters who you're representing. Yep. Um, because these are already characters. Oh my works. god, he's not, he's not actually kidding. He's, alright, I'm, I'm gonna bring it up on screen now. He's not actually kidding. The huddle. He's not actually kidding. It's, they legitimately actually fucking huddle up. They, yeah. Yeah, 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 the huddle is uh, one of the best things that I've seen a few gameplay of it. <laughs> That's it's, fucking hilarious. It can help you or it can hurt you. Yeah, Japan well, it doesn't. It doesn't actively hurt you. It'll. It's like if you put it in levels. It's like it can really help you. It can kind of help you, and then it just does nothing for you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Don't yeah. get cocky because we know the game. Wait, what's that? Laugh in the face of danger. <laughs> Are yeah, you it's... in love with the um the banter? Yeah, it's the best part of the game, I think. Um, I keep hearing that. It's like yeah. I'm not, I'm not the, a Banyan with a Galaxy fan, so if I'm new, am I be, going to be able to yes. enjoy it as how you are? Yeah, I would say yes, because their banter isn't like, you don't have to know the, like, story-wise, you might want to know but they explain everything for you but like as them just interacting with each other they're they're a dysfunctional family so if you think of any like dysfunctional family from any tv show you don't have to know who these people are to laugh at them making fun of each other um it's just a good time um and like you can get the references because none of them are like weird deep cut marvel stuff they're always talking about like themselves and like what they do and what they look like and how they feel and like you make dumb decisions. Remember that one time you did that one thing? It was like that was one time. It was like people don't forget. So like why would I? So it's all that type of energy built into I think a nice looking package. Um a fairly competent like technical standpoint package. Like I said, there are some issues about clipping through stuff. Um and I wouldn't be surprised if there were some folks who got like stuck on things and maybe had to reset to a earlier save. Um, at least in my experience, few and far between, but like, you know, we live in a very hypercritical eye. Um, not according to Steam. Not according to Steam. People seem to be overlooking that because like, 
uh, it, I'm just it, everything I, else I, makes I, it better, so you can overlook it. Yeah, I wanna. I just wanna reinforce your point. Like one of the hardest crowds to please the PC community currently on Steam with over two thousand seven hundred fifty-five user reviews currently sits at a ninety-three percent positive rating. Yeah, it, it. Jesus. Again, I think it's the same thing that made particularly the first Batman and the first Spider-Man such good games because I think they nailed who these characters were. Like, it's one thing to just make a game. Like, for example, I like Infamous. I do not care about Cole in the least. He's just so bland and boring to me. Um, that like the I think the girl from Second Light was more interesting than me. Um, so I had I had no connection to Cole. He was just a dude. But like I have an understanding of at least what Bruce Wayne slash Batman is supposed you're to be. Talking about Justin, right? Cole is uh, one and two. Yeah, he's one and two. Yeah, Cole is one. So and are you two. talking about Justin or Cole? Cole. Yeah, he's one. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, not the infamous is a bad game. I just. No, 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 I was you just, could uh, you could swap all out with anybody and like it wouldn't change much for me. Like I Cole's sort of a nobody, but like swinging through the streets of New York as Peter Parker in the first Spider Man was like excellent because it nailed what it felt like to be like Spider Man. And for mm-hmm. the Guardians, they're a little bit lesser known, but they're just an actively dysfunctional family. Um, and that's sort of all you need to know about them. They're just space people. Uh, I think the monsters are very nice and weird. Um, it's it's pretty. It's colorful. It's bright. It is. It's a comic book. It, it is like a comic book come to life. Which is um, what which is what the Avengers should have been. Yeah, and you know I, now I'm, I'm going to do a bit of research on like the Avengers. And like I said, I like the story of Kamala. I just don't. I think they kind of did her a disservice by wrapping her in the larger story of the main Avengers. Right. I think if she could have stood on her own and did something else. I think that would have been fine. I think I um, think I think I think they should have waited for the movie to come out before they gave her again because nobody fucking knew knows who she was. Uh, nobody you knows can, who she you, was. You can you can turn around you can turn around and try and make all the arguments you want. Nobody fucking knows who Miss Marvel is. Fucking nobody. No. Nobody cares. Yeah. Like yeah. comic fan, comic fans don't even care. That's why her comics don't sell. And you know, like I said, for her. That that Avengers story, I don't think served her well because that's not necessarily her story. She has a very specific sort of story um, that focuses on her that the Avengers didn't do because we were focused on the Avengers, and that to me like did a disservice. And the Avengers as a unit, that story just wasn't that interesting. It wasn't. Um, the combat feels a little more weighty in Guardians, not that much. Um, and again, largely because you're playing as Peter and he's shooting people. Um, but I, I, you know, I can go on and on about this game. I recommend it. I think I'm on like chapter six of I don't know how many chapters. Um, but I highly recommend it. It's probably one of my favorite games of this year. Um, and I say, just believe in me. I, I, I will never steer you wrong with games. Bug snacks. Bug snacks. Hades. First of all, Bugsnax got a new okay. DLC coming out. Okay. Giant Bugsnax. Okay. okay, first of all, first of all, <laughs> curb your fucking ego right there. Okay, first of all, Bugsnax. Yeah, yeah, let's go. First of all, fuck off. That, that, you, 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 well, I wouldn't say you got lucky, 
But first of all, niche. Second of all, Hades, motherfucker. That game was successful, and everyone was talking about that game long before you. This is like the nah, first hey, game. It wasn't until Xbox got it on there. They were like, oh, this game's good. Like I'm telling y'all that for forever. <laughs> this is the only game you could turn around and say you were completely right about. But I do, I do actually want to ask this because I will, I will straight out say it first. You have actually sold me on this game. I am going to get I'm going to put this game on my wish list so I can remember to buy it in the future, but I am 100 percent No, Hades I already Guardians. own. No, Guardians. He sold he has actually oh. sold me on Guardians. Right? Oh, I just I just bought it. I just fucking bought it. We're good. Yeah, yeah, no, I seen people. Well, it's because you're fucking it's because you've got money, motherfucker. <laughs> well, you, you know, you know. Oh, Oh, now that now that we lost FC, we got to go to money bags number two, Jube. Yeah, money bags. Thousand dollar keyboards. Thousand dollar keyboards and the two thousand dollar fucking chair. We. But you know, I think we should do this. I think we should do this. Um, I, I wouldn't mind we could... if we don't have something. I feel like we should definitely do this. Um, uh, the the the, the cast recommends something. Uh, or a game like and they try and like just if it's a good game, can't be shit game. So it can't be Destiny Two. It can't be Destiny Two. You can't sell us okay. on that. Okay. Okay. Can I go first? No, 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 no. Because <laughs> I, I feel like we should. Because uh, uh, honestly, um, I think we've hit our limit. I think I. Uh, but I do want to know. Has has uh, well, we already know Jube has been sold. Nixie literally just bought it. But Feral Omar, have, and I'm sold on this game. Has zero sold you on this game, Feral Omar? What? I was already so, uh, go ahead, Fedor. Uh, I am. Uh, it's a game that I'm willing to try. I mean, most of my issues with the game is that it just didn't show well from a gameplay perspective. I thought the story and everything, they thought it looked really promising. Um, so if they took care of the frame rate issues and things like that, I will definitely be looking forward to it. Oh, we're convinced um, they showed footage. The first footage we shot, we saw. Um, zero camera in my understanding that I'm fucking certain they were showing the Switch version. Yeah, it, it really didn't show well. Um, and it's, yeah. it sucks, because even on, like, you go up and down Twitter, it's a pretty game. Like, it actually looks quite well. Even the character models, like, hold up pretty well. So, what's the stigma then behind it uh, not being well? Like, I know, I know the game is amazing. Like, I've not played it, but I've seen many people that are playing it. And loving the fuck out of it. And yet, there is this stigma in the air that when you're talking about uh, Guardians, they're like, yeah, Avenger 2.0 or something like that. Like, yeah, and you're just be- listening to FC. Yeah, well, and I, and I think one is because it's not made by the exact same people, but like Square Enix did do both of them. Um, and so, like, we, we when you boot up the game, that big old Square Enix thing comes up. So people are like, oh, the last Square Enix game that they made was Avengers. So this is just Avengers in space. It's going to be trash. And that, and Probably that, full and of microtransactions. That stigma definitely comes from the fact that they fumbled one of the biggest goddamn properties of the 21st century as well. Right. Do you, so, think, I, do you think this would have uh, helped its case with a demo. Um, you know what? I'm actually just to I I, I just to say I yes I I I would say it would personally. Yeah, 
if if you start act honestly yes um because it's like the first mission if you do like the monster queen thing and you you know you end the demo right around the time you meet her i think that's a good introduction into like the guardian you will have gotten your first elemental power by then you will have understood the team unification um and you will have understood like how each character does their own thing and if you end it right at like okay here's the queen that that would be a pretty solid demo and if you like it, you like it. If you don't, buy it. Yeah, if you don't, yeah, if you don't. Oh, there, there is, there's a demo right now? No, no, no. no he this have benefited yeah. to, uh, to get away from the stigma of it just being Avengers 2.0. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it definitely would have benefited from a demo. Yeah, and because uh, you would have got that taste of story and, like, yeah. what exactly is going on. Yeah, I think, it it'll, be, I think it'll be in Game Pass by March. It is oh, the same. There it is, I, Game Pass. I was so I mean, on it, it just... I just bought my new TV, so for the rest of the entire year, I'm broke. I'm officially hey, broke. Hey, listen, uh, you, listen, you know me. Square Enix nor Marvel are going to be hurting for money if we don't get Guardians Day 1. Like, get it uh, I don't know. Do. Square Enix might. They might have to delay Final Fantasy 16 by another two fucking years. Right, if they don't reach Dude, Final Fantasy 14 wallet. They're, they're more focusing on Underwalker than 16. Like, what the hell? You know, whenever they want to, like, make extra cash, they just release, you know, release that, that Final Fantasy remake too. Mm-hmm. And we good. And you, you oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Two and three. And oh, we're yeah. golden. Now, speaking of releases, I think we should release ourselves from this podcast. So, first of all, let's get to the outros. Jubei! Where can the people find you and get your hands? Um, well, you can find me now, uh, probably about to play Guardians of the Galaxy, because Euro was very persuasive. Um, and I will be dipping my toes back in the Moonglow Bay also, um, this week. So, single-player experiences for the week, and I'll call it good. Alright, Omar, where can people find you? People can find me waiting on my freaking TV. On my YouTube channel, Game Player, last week, um, well, yeah, two days ago, we had a fantastic showcase. We had Chris Reiter on it, and the week before, Jay Vari. And next week, this week, maybe I will have Moosh on, or maybe I will have someone else on. But other than that, yeah. Great uh, show. Pharaoh, uh, where can people find you, man? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Pharaoh Bazaar. I stream at Twitch at Land of Pharaoh. Uh, you can uh, search Pharaoh uh, Bazaar on YouTube. I'll be there. Pharaoh Bazaar on Facebook. I'm there. Uh, and yeah, that's me. Alright, uh, you can find me at Dante Crisis on Instagram, Twitter, and the Dante Crisis on Facebook. Dante Crisis on Twitter, on Twitch, YouTube, and DLive. You can find my Patreon, Dante Crisis. I'm sure it'll be fucking somewhere. You can also find me on your girlfriend's contact list as well. Uh, Zero, where can people find you? And more importantly, where can they find us, sir? Guys, where you can find me at 0x386 pretty much everywhere. Um, That is also apparently, that's my game tag, so like, that's public. Make your game tag public. That's what I've got from Twitter this week. Um, And of course, of course, you can find us 
um, pretty much anywhere major podcasts are. Um, I was about to say are sold. But yes, anywhere <laughs> major podcast was sold, um, we will be there. Please comment, Free. like, subscribe, uh, send a message, send a raven, an owl, pigeon, uh, post office express, anything, DM us. No um, FedEx. Tell us your, no FedEx. Yeah, tell us your <laughs> tell us your life, tell us your likes, your dreams, aspirations, just anything. Like we'll we'll be here for you. Um all the times. So please, please, please check us out. Uh vitamin G. Yep, and remember, ladies and gentlemen, keep it gaming. All right, we out of here. Peace. Later. I'm on the outside looking in. And I want to be, and I want to be back on the inside. I don't want to be, I don't want to be left on the outside. All alone. Just in the heat in the streets, take over the west and the east. I got what you need, and those are this body with cheese. You rockin' with beast, discussing the heat in the streets, take over the west and the east. I got what you need, and those are this body with cheese. You rockin' with beast, discussing the heat in the streets, take over the west and the east. I got what you need, and those are this body with cheese. Yeah. Yeah, I can What? It can't be. What the fuck? How the hell is any of this muted? It's set up correct. What the fuck? What the? Well, well done. What the hell?